Greetings in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'm Pastor Ashwin and today we're going to do a very exciting, interesting teaching. We're going to look at the Word of God and we're going to look at Luke chapter 10 from verse 40 to 42. And we're going to look at the, the importance of being seated at the Master's feet, sitting at Jesus' feet. Hallelujah. And we're going to read from verse 40 to 42. But Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come up and help me. But the Lord said to her, my dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. And Mary has discovered, has discovered it. And it will not be taken away from her. Let's pray as we continue with the with this with this word today that the Lord has blessed us with, and I believe it's going to touch and change our hearts. Father, today as we come before your throne room of grace, we are reminded, O oh God, of your goodness, of your mercy, your grace, your loving kindness, your faithfulness. And Father, today we just look unto you, Father God, the author and the finish of our faith. Because we know, God, that we can look to you and have our hope, have our faith anchored in you, Father. Lord, today we come, O oh God, to learn how to sit at your feet, to prioritize spending time with you. I thank you for this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. When we begin to look at this, we, we discover that um, in this specific story in the Bible, and um, I'm going to be very careful to, to say what I say because I want us not to forget the, the important part to that Martha plays in this role because serving is important. To serve is important. But serving without relationship with Jesus Christ, doing God's work without the God of the work, there are many consequences to that. And um, we're going to look at this, into this, and we're going to dig into this word. And I pray that God will bless you as the Holy Spirit has been ministering to me this word throughout the week. And um, I've just been thinking about it and asking God, you know, so several times one has read past this, this passage of scripture, but something just jumped from the pages this week and um, of the scriptures. And I, I thank the Lord for the Holy Spirit that has enlightened me. And I pray that this word will be a blessing to you and um, that you will you will grow and you will understand what God wants to do in your life through this specific word. And so today as we begin to as we begin to look into the word, we then begin to realize that each and every one of us has been given a specific, um, not a specific, but each and every one of us has been given 24 hours a day. Each and every one of us has 24 hours a day. What do we do with the time that we have been given? And that is of vital importance to us today to understand. Over the years being in ministry, I've seen people do very well. I've seen people grow. I've seen people um, do great things for the Lord. And then I discovered that we all have the same amount of time. 
And it just depends on how each and every one of us use the time that has been made available to us. And we're going to look at Mary's life in this in this um, story and, and look what God tries to show to us through the life of this lady called Mary. But as we begin to break down the word, we begin to look at Martha and we look at verse 40 and um, the word of God is, it, it, it just touches my heart and always moves me into just wanting to be in a deeper relationship and intimacy with the Lord and this is one of those words that has just brought me to a place where I I said Lord I need to prioritize my life I need to get my life in order I need to make sure that I make my life count and how am I going to have impact for God if I do not spend the time with God that I need to spend with God Many times we we do things for the Lord out of empty, where we are not in a place of um, you know spending the, the the quality time that we need to spend with the Lord. We miss those moments. We miss those times with the Lord, and we need to get into that place where we where we we find ourselves spending time at the Master's feet. There are times that we get busy to do the works, Lord, and we miss those quality moments in God's presence. And it shouldn't be that way. We should spend, we should be working out of the overflow for God and not out of a place where we are, where we are um, running on empty, doing things for God that, that we do thoughtlessly, aimlessly, and without the spirit of God because sometimes we find that we get so busy in the things of the Lord and we find ourselves busy going to and fro doing good doing good because this is what Martha was doing she was doing something good she was preparing a great meal for the master and I mean at first glance and when you look at this you would think that but this is unfair I mean she's serving on the master she's doing something great but Jesus brings us to a place where he wants us to understand the importance of being seated at his feet. To be seated at his feet. Sometimes we find it in the natural. Sometimes we find people out there pushing hard, working, many, working long hours, working double shifts, working two jobs, just to try to meet, um, to make ends meet to meet family budgets, to supply the needs of the children. And then you find out that they miss on the most important times or, or, or times or seasons of those particular people that they are working so hard for. Sometimes they miss time out on their marriages. Sometimes they miss time out on the, on the, on the, on the growth of their children because of all the effort they have put into something that is good, provision for your household. But if you do not have that time that you spend, with the very people that you are, are laboring for, working hard for. At times, those things, I've seen it happen already, where people have worked very hard trying to, to meet ends meet for their families. And has worked long hours, but at the end of, of it all, they missed out on those best moments with their children and their families. And after all of that, 
everything comes to nothing. And we look into this thing and we see Martha is busy. She's busy. And we need to understand that when we are too busy to pray, then we, our lives has become busy. When we are too busy to pray, our lives has become too busy. It doesn't matter what good we try to do for the Lord. But if it interferes with our time with Him, our intimate moments with Him, then what we are doing is running from our own strength, running from our own ability. Sometimes I've met, I've met people that are so good at putting things and doing certain things, but then they do not do it in the Spirit of the Lord, or they do not do it with the, with the grace of God. And these things without God doesn't count for anything. And we need to ask ourselves every day when we are busy with our lives, are we prioritizing our lives right? Are we doing the right things? Or have we committed ourselves to so many things in this life and we miss the most valuable moments that we could have spent with our Lord? Because when I sit at His feet, I can then stand up against anything that comes my way. Why? Because God would have given me the wisdom, the grace, and the guidance to, 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 to walk in this life and to do the things that he has called me to with the ability he has made available to me. And when we look at and Martha, Martha was doing something good, but she missed out on what was needful for that moment of her life. She missed out on what was needful. And sometimes we do so many good things and we miss out, miss out on the important thing as believers. And that is the presence of God. Because it's in the presence, it's in that place where we sit at his feet, where he transforms us and he makes us into this new people. And he gives us the, 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 the secrets of life and he gives us the, the, the things that we are seeking for. And we, we're longing for these things and, we, and we're searching for these things. And yet we do not, we, 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 we miss those moments. We miss those quality moments where we sit at the master's feet to receive. So what Mary was, what Martha was busy with, she was busy with what would have brought temporal satisfaction. But Mary received satisfaction, not only for now, but that would carry her into eternity. She received, she received bread from the bread of life. She received the word of God from the word, from God, from him who the Bible calls the word. She received the word that would transform her life. She received the word that would change Mary from the person she was to the person God wanted her to be. And if we do not have these moments with God, we then miss those divine moments that God wants to bring change in our lives. Hallelujah. When we look at the food that Martha was preparing, it had a temporal relief. But what Mary received changed her life. She received something that brought transformation. And it's amazing this Mary. Every time Jesus would be in her presence, Mary would make the moment count. She caught something when she sat at his feet. And this that she caught made Mary into a new person. 
changed the outlook. And therefore, when everybody was celebrating the miracle of Lazarus in John 12, Mary saw it a moment of worship to God. She came to him in worship. She broke that, that bottle of ointment and she anointed his feet and she washed his feet with the hair, with the tears. And she worshipped the Lord of God. And Jesus, the people that looked at this moment thought that it was something that, like Judas. Judas had wrong intention. He, he moved with, look at this, Judas walked with Jesus. Judas spent time with Jesus. But Judas, Judas was not changed. But the time that Mary had was the time that transformed the life. And I believe that we could either be a Judas or a Mary. Because in the presence of God, we can receive the words of life. Because the Bible says that he gives the word of life. He is the word of life. And he speaks words that changes our lives. And Mary connected with what Jesus spoke. But I believe Judas didn't do that. Judas 6 saw a moment of gain. Mary saw a moment to release, to give. And that is what she did in John chapter 12. There's so much more to John chapter, chapter 12, but for today we're going to focus on, 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 on Luke chapter 10, and verse 40 to 42. Let's read John 6 verse 27. But don't be concerned about perishable things like food. Spend your energy on seeking the eternal life that the Son of Man can give you. For God the Father has given me the seal of His approval. Hallelujah. God the Father. So do not spend your energy seeking. Spend your energy seeking the eternal life that the Son of God can give you. But do not be concerned too much about the perishable things. And that was Mary. She was caught up in the natural things. And we know Jesus speaks about it in Matthew chapter 6. We know he addresses it again in Luke chapter 8. From correct, where Jesus speaks about, you know, the seed that was sown and the one was seed was sown into thorny ground. And what came? And the, and the seed was choked. And Jesus then interprets it. He says that when the seed is sown in thorny ground, the cares of this life chokes the seed of the word and the word then becomes unfruitful. And when we find ourselves like Martha, caught up in the cares of this life, the very word that Christ speaks to us through his servants, through those that we give ourselves to on a Sunday, when we go to Bible studies, when we go to when we listen to teachings, we get up in the we get caught up in the cares of this world, and the very word that was supposed to bring transformation now is choked out because of the cares of this world. And Martha allowed the cares of this world to choke the word of God in her life, and she missed out on 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 on, on becoming a fruitful servant of the Lord. And we're going to look at this. We break it down and I trust God. We're going to look more into this. We're going to just trust God. I'm just enjoying this. Hallelujah. We need to understand that we need to take time and realize what is more important. And many times in our walk with the Lord, we miss out on what is more important. 
we do not spend the time that we need to with God. We do not read the word of God. We do not pray, we do not pray like we're supposed to. And we do not, I mean, these are important things that we need to do. It's not that the other things are not important, but here God, 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 God is giving us a, a great example to sit at the master's feet, to sit at the master's feet. Wow, man. I'm so blessed. I am really so truly blessed to have discovered this, that we need to sit at the master's feet. And Mary needed to sit at the feet of Jesus for her life to be transformed. And how many of us need to experience the transformed life? How many of us need to experience the transformed life? And the word of God will transform us if we give ourselves to God's word. Hallelujah. If we yield ourselves to God's word, God wants to touch and transform us through his word. Hallelujah. We need to understand the importance of listening to him. We need to understand, understand the, the importance of spending the much needed time in his presence, the much needed time at his feet. We need to understand how important these moments are with the Lord. That when we spend time and do not allow to be distracted and do not allow things of this world to get us too busy, to get us too involved, and we miss out on the quality moments <coughs> that we could enjoy with the Lord, to sit at His feet and to receive a loud word, to sit at His feet and to receive a rhema revelation that could change a circumstance in your life, that could change your life completely, that can change your marriage, that can change your hope with God. Just that one moment, just that one time we sit in His presence, God can release something that can set us on course for our destiny to transform us and for us to never be the same again. And this is what Martha, Martha was troubled about things she should not have been troubled about. I said Luke chapter 8 verse 14. If you're making notes, look into this. Luke chapter 8 verse 14. And that which shall among the thorns are they which when they have heard go forth and are choked with the cares and the riches and the pleasures of this life and bring no fruit forth. So we need to be careful when we have an opportunity to be in the presence and to listen to the word of God, we need to be careful that even after we have received the word, we do not get caught up in the cares. If, if Martha could discern a moment, if Martha could discern a season, she would have seized the moment just like Mary. You ask yourself this question. Mary was so transformed by the word of God that when Jesus rose from the dead, the Bible does not say Mary was there. The very Mary that sat at his feet was at the tomb. Jesus imparted to her so much wisdom. Jesus brought it to such an extent in the word of God that she was, she was, she, she was educated enough to know that he will not stay in the grave, he will rise again. And if we are seated at the feet of Jesus Christ, we will be a different people. We will be a different type of people. We are living in a time where life, society, the church needs to find time again to spend at the master's feet. We have become so busy with, with, with right things, with good things, but yet we have missed the quality moments that God wants us to download into us seasonal words, 
seasonal strategies what to do how to do it and how to go about it because we are living in a time right now faced with a pandemic faced with crisis faced with many things but if we are seated at the master's table we will not be moved like those who are in the world we will then know what it is that the masters requires therefore as the bible says in the book of john 12 when some are seeking gain we are busy releasing that which is pray which is which is important and that's what mary did judas wanted gain judas saw a moment for him to to pocket something but mary saw a moment for her to give up something hmm that is something that is something that is something powerful we need to understand and if we understand the moments we're not going to seek moments to to look for gain we're not going to seek moments to to enrich ourselves but we're going to seek moments to what is god saying to us to do and mary sees this moment and jesus said she's preparing me for the day of my burial and judas then was he was he, he and the other guys did not did not discern the moment but because mary had a word in her heart hallelujah when we carry god's word in our heart we are able to discern special and important moments glory be to god i believe that's what mary did that is my belief because mary was mary was enlightened she then seized moments she allowed what whatever moment presented itself to her she saw it when we go back to the old testament jacob has a dream gets up the next morning Jacob said, if only I knew the Lord was in this place. But Mary again, in her moment, she walks into the room surely, she breaks this bottle because it was something valuable, something costly, and she exchanged it. She gave it to, she, 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 she gave, she exchanged her glory for his glory. Because when she washed her feet with his hair, it was her glory for his glory. And this is all the work of the word. And we are in this place with the Lord because we, have we are seated at His feet. We are able to do things in this life that will be moments that will be moments that will not be forgotten. Today, that moment of Mary is recorded in the book of life that is transforming and has reached millions of not hundreds of millions or billions of people that has read this specific story because of a moment of a lady that discerned a moment because of what was instilled in her heart or what was sown in her heart glory to god i love that i love that my jesus i just thank you today hallelujah i just thank you today the bible says in matthew 6 verse 25 therefore i say unto you take no thought for your life what you shall eat or what you shall drink nor yet for your body what you shall put on is not life more than meat and the body more than rent so jesus is encouraging us that we need to not take thought of these things we know we need to not let these things overwhelm us we need to let not let these things over 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 how can i say overburden us but Bible says then, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And wasn't that a moment that Mary did? Mary sought the kingdom and God's righteousness. I believe that's what she did, because she got something such an amazing. She got a download of revelation. She got a download of insight. She got a download of something amazing. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. She got a download that changed Mary. And I believe that as we sit at the feet of Jesus, enjoy his presence, we will experience 
transformation. It's in the presence of the Lord that we are transformed into the very image of Jesus Christ. It's in that presence where we are transformed into the very thing that into this into into this new life that God wants us to be. If we spend time in the presence of the Lord seated at his feet. Glory be to God. And so we look at this and we come to understand that we need to not allow what is good to occupy our lives, but we need to seek that which is best. We need not to occupy only with what is good, but we need to seek what is best. And Mary found that which was the best. Hallelujah. Martha allowed too many things to get to her. And today in life, we find people running to and fro. We find people busy, but not productive. We find people busy, but not fruitful. We find people busy, but not impactful. And that is not where we should be. Sometimes we're going about the Lord's business without the Lord. Sometimes we think busyness is productivity. But many times we have missed it. Because at the end of it all, we have done it without Him. And therefore, we have not seen the results that He has promised in His Word. But if we want to be fruitful and grow to a place of exceeding fruitfulness, then we need to find ourselves at the presence, in the presence of God, seated at the feet of the Master. Glory be to God. So when we look at the Word in this particular scripture, the Bible says, And Martha was distracted. When we look at the word distracted, distracted has a few things that comes to mind. Hallelujah. Distracted, the word speaks about drag around. The word also means to be busy, to be overburdened, unable to concentrate because one is preoccupied with something that is worrying or unpleasant. And we see this in Martha. She was preoccupied with something that bothered her. She was, she was focused on preparing the meal. But this was not this was not Mary Mary's moment or idea for that. Serving is awesome. We all need to find our place in the house of God where we can serve. But we cannot serve without the time that we spend with God. Therefore, any task we spend with the Lord, any time in the presence of the Lord, we need to make sure that we spend time with God. We cannot be doing anything without God in the house of God. We need to do with what how God leads us and guides us every single moment. We need to do, as I said earlier, we need to work from the overflow. We need to work from the overflow. And the Bible says she became distracted with much serving. Hallelujah. She became distracted. She became distracted with much serving. And she became so distracted that she missed out on quiet time. And quiet time is a very important time in a believer's life. Quiet time is a time where you spend in the presence of God and you hear from the Lord. What is it that God wants you to do and how is it that God wants you to go about doing it? You want to get insight. You want to get download. And I believe that is what each and every one of us need to do or need to come to and understand. We see in the book of Acts. We see in the book of Acts. Acts chapter 6, the Bible says, and the apostles were, there was a revival breaking out. Things were happening. Things were getting excited. Lands were being brought. Money was being donated. It, it was crazy. It was happening. It was happening at that time. But then the Bible says, the apostles came to an understanding. They said, we are too busy with the things. With these good things, we are too busy with it. 
So what we're going to do, we're going to appoint new people to be able to do these things so that we can spend time in prayer and we can spend time in the Word. And I believe as men and women of God, sometimes we get too busy with the God of the things. And we miss out on those things that God wants to give to us. I believe that is the more time we spend with God, the more fresh we are. The more fresh will, the more fresh anointing we carry, the greater grace we carry because we are in His presence. We have a now word. We have a now. We have a now word for the people. We have a now word to share. We have a now word that will be impactful, that will lift up, that will that will encourage and and and, and will build people. And that is what we need. We need a now word, and we need it from His presence, and we need it. And therefore, even right now, the very word I'm sharing with you is a word that came out of my quiet time because those are the times I pray on a daily basis those are the times I, I enjoy spending in the Lord now, I know sometimes you say but but pastor I got a job pastor I've got a business yes we've got all things to do but we can make time because when we see our when we work out our day we make time for things that are that are that that does not bring any value to our lives sometimes we are busy on our phones sometimes we're busy on social media those are important moments those are important times Sometimes you're sitting on social media and you don't even realize I've been on social media now for 45 minutes. Imagine you took those that time and you sat at the master's feet. You would know what God wants to do in your life. You would know how God wants to lead you. You would know what the, what what God the secrets that God wants to download for you. Over the centuries, I've read about great men and women of God, and I see the revelation they got from the Lord. I can see that that was revelation they received during quiet time. Those were revelation and insights that does not come anyhow, but at the master's feet. And if you want to experience these moments with God, you're going to need to make time to spend with him. And then the Bible says they chose seven men that was that had wisdom, that was full of the Holy Spirit. Look at this. These men were serving tables, but yet in the life of these men, there were signs, wonders, miracles. These men were filled with wisdom. These men were, were filled with the Holy Spirit. These men did not allow even the affairs or the things that they found themselves busy with I'm, 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 I'm occupying to a place where they do not have time for God. And when we read about these seven men, these seven deacons at that time, they were shakers. Hallelujah. They were shakers. They were people that came with power. They transformed their city, their community to such an extent that Stephen lost his life. Hallelujah. Because he was such a great threat to the kingdom of darkness. And because he was filled with the wisdom of God. That tells me that even though he was busy, yet he made time to be with the Lord. Hallelujah. We need to ask God to let the things that so preoccupies our minds. That our minds be filled with the word of God. That our minds be filled with the direction from the Lord. That we know what it is that God wants us to do. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. When we spend lesser time with the Lord and more times with the things of God, we find certain fruits begin to develop. We find frustration. We find slothfulness. We find carelessness. It's just done out of duty, but without a heart commitment. We find dryness. We become dry when we're not in the presence of the Lord. We become shallow. We even lose, we even lose the purpose of what we are doing. We even lose the purpose of what we are doing. And everything we do becomes a mere routine. Hallelujah. It becomes a routine in our lives. But I'm telling somebody today, hallelujah, it's time to get before the master's feet. It's time to sit at 
his feet again hallelujah distraction is a sign that we have lost focus and that we have lost focus on what is more important hallelujah there are people who become irritable crabby there are people that become squeaky because the oil is not being changed in the presence of the lord they are not refreshed hallelujah you will find mary bursting up martha bursting out asking jesus why are you not telling mary to come and help me mary's just sitting there sometimes when we become so busy with things of god we be, we even begin to judge those or criticize those who are spending time in the presence of the lord sometimes we begin to look through a different lens because we have lost the, the, the we have lost the the, the unction we have lost the 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 the, 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 the the real reason why we do what we do and we then begin to criticize and to judge those who who know the presence of god those who sit before the presence of god hallelujah those who understand the presence of god hallelujah those who understand the importance about sitting at the master's feet glory be to god glory be to god martha's frustration is of those who diligently serve with good intent but forget to also sit at jesus feet the martyr spirit is if the work is done that is all that matters but the mary spirit is different the mary spirit says hallelujah the mary spirit asks whether jesus is pleased with the work ha. the martha wants to get the work done but the mary wants to know is jesus pleased with what i'm doing or is he not? All that we do must be done in the name or in the name and by his spirit, or else nothing counts, or else nothing is done. If anything is done without faith, the Bible calls it sin. And we need to be careful that we do not do God's work without God's backing, without God's leading. Years ago, I was so busy with the Lord that I just wanted to do everything. But then I realized that I am doing the things without the Lord guidance, without the Lord's leadings. And then I changed my approach. But we look further, the Bible says, verse 42, But one thing was needful, and Mary had chosen that good part. Now the good part is a typo or was used when somebody chose the good part of, 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 of a meal or, or, or in, in the interpretation thereof. You know, they took, they took the most the, the, the good part of the meal or the good part of what was said before them and this is what mary chose she chose the good path she chose the good thing and the bible speaks about the one thing the one thing and the bible says in the book of psalms 27 verse 4 listen to the cry of the psalmist one thing i've desired of the lord and that i will seek that i may dwell in the house of the lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the lord and to inquire in his temple these are the words of 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 the psalmist that i want to inquire at his temple glory be to god hallelujah glory be to god and i love that that is what the psalmist cry was and i pray that will be each and every one of our hearts cry that we want to sit at the feet of jesus we want to sit and we want to enjoy his presence we want to feast at his table hallelujah listen to what, what the psalmist writes 
in Psalms 119, the testimonies I've taken as an heritage forever. They are they are the rejoicing of my heart. Let thine hand help me, for I have chosen thy precepts. This is the psalmist. This in Psalms 119, we see the benefits of the word of God, and we see here the psalmist speaks about how important God's word is to him, what it brings to him. And I believe that's what Mary had. Mary experienced a joy when she sat at his feet. Mary experienced a joy when she listened to the master, when she listened to the master speak. Her life was transformed. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. She sat at his feet. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Psalm 17 verse 15, As for me, I will behold thy face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. That is a powerful verse. I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness after I behold thy face. Hallelujah. When I behold his face, I shall be satisfied, says the word of God. And when I awake, I shall be in his likeness. As I said early on, when we are in his presence, when we are before his before him, sitting at his feet, listening to him, enjoying his word, enjoying what he's saying to us, we are being transformed, we are being changed, we are experiencing, we are experiencing a great work of God taking place in our lives. We find that this one thing that was needful and evident in the life of Mary she chose. That very good part which could not be taken away from her. The Bible says she chose a good part which could not be taken away from her. Very clear. What was this good part? This was to sit at Jesus' feet and to hear his word. <laughs> the word of God. The word of God. She found the word of God to be, to be, she valued the word of God. And if we place value like Mary placed value on the word of God, the word of God can then work in our lives bring transformation. The promises of God can be activated and we can experience the great work that God wants to do in and through our life. When we look at what it is to sit at the master's feet, to sit at the feet of Jesus means a readiness to accept and obey what Jesus teaches us. To sit at his feet means that we are submitted to Jesus and we have turned from our rebellion. To sit at Jesus' feet means to have faith in who Jesus is. To sit at his feet also means discipleship. Paul speaks about that. Paul used to sit at the feet of Gamaliel. He was like a disciple of Gamaliel. And therefore, Paul was so well educated. He sat at his feet. Glory to God. And he became who he was before he got born again. He became a zealous Jew. But he was well educated. He sat at his feet. And the Bible says when we sit at his feet, it means that discipleship. We want to be disciples. We have we have gone of the old and we want to embrace this new life and we want to lay down our lives and we want to follow him and his voice is more important to us than anything else in our lives. To sit at his feet, hallelujah, speaks about love. That the love that we have for God. The love that we have for God. Spurgeon said, the way to get the revival is to begin at the master's feet. You must go there with Mary and afterwards you must work the way of Martha. So all two points are important, but listen to this quote. I love this. The way to get the revival is to begin at the master's feet. You must go there with Mary and afterwards you may work with Martha. Glory to God. Receive from God and then go work out of the overflow. 
receive from God and therefore it's important every morning, every day to spend time at His feet. So when you face the day, you are facing the day with a fresh word. You are facing the day with fresh insight, with fresh revelation, fresh direction, fresh insight from the master's table and you can take on the life that has been set before you. Hallelujah. You can take on that which has been set before you. So Mary has chosen the good path which will not be taken away from, as I said earlier. This good part was a simple devotion to Jesus Christ, loving to listen to him and his word. This was Mary's focus. And this must be the love of every true child of God. We must love to sit at his feet. We must love to enjoy his presence. We must love to be in his presence at all times. Hallelujah. For some of us, sitting at his feet might seem insignificant. It might seem it might seem that we are doing this out of out of out, um, to others. It might seem insignificant, it might seem unimportant. But this is moments that will transform your life. The sitting at his feet it also brings about peace, because as we submit to Jesus Christ, Hallelujah, we find peace through the blood of Jesus Christ. To sit at his feet it means holiness. For those who learn of Jesus, learn no longer to sin, but are instructed in the things lovely and of good and those things that are of good to say that jesus feed is to receive strength we are girded with strength and the bible says the joy of the lord is our strength when we are seated at him when we are spending this time with him it also brings about wisdom for with this we learn of the son of god and understand more about the ancients we understand more about him and about his ways when we sit at his feet we need, to, we need to ask God continually to be seated at His feet at all times. Hallelujah. When we want to experience revival, we must sit at His feet. When we want to experience unity, we must sit at His feet. When we want to overcome things in this world, we need to sit at His feet. Hallelujah. And glory to God. Glory to God. We need to sit at Jesus' feet. In conclusion, there are three types of people in this world. There are people like Mary, those who, who know how to serve and also know how to sit at Jesus' feet. Then there are people like Martha, those who are diligent with the best intentions to serve God, but yet without adding the one thing, a continued focus on Jesus, and it results in great frustration. Then there are the people who don't either. They don't either. They are not even in the house with Jesus, for they are too busy with their own pursuits what person are you today who are you today in this particular story where do you find yourself church we need to come back to the place where we're spending time at the feet of the lord we are the signpost in this generation we are the signpost to the lost people if we do not have the word from the lord that he has given us if we do not sit at his feet and be trained to be who he wants us to be, we will not be as effective as we need to be. To have impact, you must have a lifestyle of being seated at the master's feet. To be able to be a trans, to bring transformation, you must know what it is to sit at the master's feet. We need to understand this and see this. We need to come into this place where God transforms us through the relationship that we have at his feet. I want to encourage each and every one of you to spend time at the master's feet. It will change your life. 
like it changed Mary's life. Right now we are faced, as I said early on, we are, we are faced in a season where the prophets got it wrong. We are faced in a season where some things the prophets has not even seen. We are seated, we are we in a time where we need to get out of the busyness and get in to the presence of God. Should I say serving is not important? We should serve with everything that is that He has made or given us to serve with. If we do not serve with the ability He has given us, we will then end up like Martha's. But if we serve with the ability He has downloaded into us or He has imparted to us, we will be effective in our generation. Let's begin to be seated again at his feet. Let's spend time with him. Let's listen to him. Let's be led by his voice. Let's be, let's be, let's experience the intimacy. Because through the intimacy, there will be productivity. And because it because of the intimacy, the productivity will be there. And we will now be able to do the things that we are led to do and have a great impact in our generation. As we are led by the Lord, as we are led and filled with the word of the Lord. Let's remember now, we need to put value on what God wants us to value, and that is his presence. We need to be at the feet of Jesus. We need to be seated at the greatest teacher and listen to the greatest voice. We need to experience the greatest transformation that has been made available to us. I believe that God wants to touch your life, and I believe that God wants to, wants to make you over. I believe there's a great season coming upon us as the church and the body of Christ. But for those who know what it is to be seated before they get into the busyness, then we will experience the greatest transformation and the impact that we can have as the church of God. When we look throughout the church history, when we look throughout the word of God, those who knew their time, who spent time with the Lord, had direction from the Lord. We know those who were seated at the feet of the master could do what the master instructed him to do. Therefore, Jesus said, and he's our greatest example, Jesus said, I do not do anything the Father did not tell me to do. And we look at Jesus' life throughout the Gospels, throughout the four Gospels, we see the great impact Jesus had within three years in his lifetime in this earth. We see three years Jesus shook the earth. We see what he has done and he said, I do not do. And we know the Bible speaks about breakaways. We know about times when Jesus broke away. We know about times when Jesus prayed all night. Everything he did was everything he received from the Father. And I believe as children of God and as man and woman of God, we need to sit at his feet and carry out his work as he leads us and as he guides us. I pray today as you do this and you apply this word to your life, may you begin to experience your best days that lies ahead for you in Jesus' mighty name. Be blessed and thank you for joining us. Thank you. I'm Pastor Ashwin from Christ Jesus the King Ministry, South Africa. God richly bless you. Amen.